go home. Go home. Go home. Hi guys and welcome to episode 21 of the Go Home Show. I'm your host Eric Bedour along with my best friend, my tag team partner, my co-host, my best friend, my tag team partner, my co-host, my best friend, my tag team partner, my co-host, co-host. Brian Abushaker. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Good. I was trying to do like a Paul Heyman thing yeah. like where you say it like mm-hmm. a whole bunch and then people go, but I didn't say it enough. Mm-mm. You have to say it more. You have to say it more. Way, way, like, way more. Like this episode of the Go Home Show is legally allowed to drink. Whoa. This episode of the Go Home Show is legally allowed to drink. We should have been drunk for we this one. Have been drunk. We should have well, I wish let's, you would have thought of let's that. Let's stop now. <laughs> go to AMPM. Get some natty ice. I had a long day at work. Let's fucking do it. Let's tip it. To Natty, uh huh, and we'll be Natty by nature. Wow, is that her Twitter handle? Yes, it is, oh, and it's no. so lame. She is white and Canadian. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> that's sad. Brian, how's your week been? It's good. You know what? Uh, there's hand sanitizer. I guess we can just drink that. We can drink all this hand sanitizer that they left on this table. Uh, the guys just got back from SGC. Mega sixty four was at Screw Attack Gaming Convention, and so we're in the midst of uh, hell. Inside the studio, so fucking, there's like, so much shit in the studio, cluttered, and there's just shit piled which, on top of shit. Which, to be fair, is normal. Yes, but this is more yes. than what we are used to seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a week removed from Anime Expo, a week removed from RTX, and uh, we ourselves are back into the swing of things, mm-hmm. feeling good, back to normal. Um, I just recorded some stuff for the Gaming Cult podcast with Kevin. Uh, me and Kevin did a special Gaming Cult podcast episode one. I love it. Because Kevin had never been on an episode. Uh, <laughs> and I, was, I wanted to record with you, but you were hanging out with a friend who was in town. Yep. And then uh, Garrett was out in Dallas. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to record by myself, so I recorded with Kevin, which was pretty much like recording by myself. Yeah. Uh, but occasionally Kevin would jump in with a little thing, because uh, that's what <laughs> Kevin does. If Kevin doesn't have anything to say, he doesn't go out of his way to say anything. Yeah. That's the I charm of Kevin. It, I absolutely that is That is a trait more people need to know. I, I agree, and I'm one of those people. I do not know it. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't oh, know. Oh, hey, me too. <laughs> uh, so we had a weird episode last week, mm-hmm. but honestly, we got a lot of positive feedback about it. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people were like, no, you can talk more about just wrestling instead of like just doing a rundown show. So we're going to try to walk that line, mm-hmm. maybe finding a, a happy medium. <laughs> in uh in like the next like the coming episodes mm-hmm. and everything i can't fucking look at this puzzle anymore <laughs> we got a dbz puzzle there was from just, our <laughs> there was just like a dbz puzzle <laughs> from it, our, our friend justin rojas yeah, at funimation i couldn't it's just sitting there like next to brian and i kept staring at it and it's like <laughs> i can't keep looking at this dragon ball z puzzle i couldn't do it so brian at uh today the day of this recording mm-hmm. um there was a tweet by CM Punk, and then there was a move by WWE.com. Uh, CM Punk says, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't take shit from anyone. Like, health health, and, and well-being first and all this stuff. So, yeah. uh, essentially, I think it was him saying... Goodbye. Good, goodbye, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And, um, and WWE moved him to the alumni section. Damn. Now, this is, I think, I think July... 15th was money in the bank 
mm. where he oh yeah defeated John Cena in Chicago for the WWE Championship when he was going to leave. Damn. And so that means his contract's expired, I believe. Cause oh, he signed, that's right. He signed the extension, signed a new contract. His, ex- his contract expired today. So CM Punk has been very, very quiet. And then Damn. Uh, now he's done. So it was a three-year or four-year? Uh, what year was that? 2011? So it was a three-year contract. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I think that was Damn. 2011. I don't think it was 2010. It had to be 2001. Yeah. So he he is done until he's, he's not done, done so. because I don't know if you know this about pro wrestlers. They are never done. No. As evidenced by Monday Night where Ric Flair came out. Ric <laughs> oh Flair. Oh, my God. Ric Flair came out. Like it, Ric Flair. Yeah. It. The wrestlers are never done even no. when they say they're done. Yeah. It might. And, and again, go back and listen to this uh, Talk is Jericho podcast with Paul Heyman and Edge mm. where they talk about the burnout and then the recuperation phase. And yeah. then when you come back, Chris Jericho keeps coming back. Yeah. And and I think uh, I think we are going to see something interesting from CM Punk when he feels like it's going to be a I good don't, time to Again, return. I don't fault him. I've quit, oh. I've quit jobs with no notice. Oh, absolutely. I've, I've walked out of jobs and just said, I don't want to fucking do this. No, I will quit your job. Yeah. Right. If, I mean, if you can, if you're in the position that he's in, CM Punk seems like the kind of guy who saved up a bunch of money mm-hmm. and went, all right, well, this isn't what I want to be doing anymore. Mm-hmm. That's I, be hey. tough when you're just burned out. High five, man. Like, mm-hmm. if, I, if, if I could meet him, I'd shake his hand and be like, I wish I could do what you did. Hell yeah, dude. Walk out and do whatever you want. Yeah. Fuck it. Good job. Yeah. Um, outside of, of CM Punk news, which mm-hmm. uh, everyone's kind of buzzing about right now, there's like a lot of mixed reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was more news this last week that Daniel Bryan maybe is out with a shoulder injury yeah. as well as a neck injury. Like that, he'll need surgery, I yeah, think. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But again, that's dirt sheet stuff, and we try mm-hmm. not to dabble too much in that. But that just, I read that, and it was like, oh, fuck. It really sucks because, man, all that momentum, mm-hmm. gone. But I – and because I was thinking about this too. He, I think it's a bummer because I'm like, oh, man, all that momentum. But I was kind of getting burnt out with where his character was going because mm-hmm. it was like, okay, you did that. And now, oh, now we're rewinding and doing the same oh, thing it's, again. Well, it's because he was the underdog who won, and mm-hmm. now he has to be the underdog with the title. And it's hard to keep that momentum going. You yeah. can watch uh, Rey Mysterio stuff from like 2009, 2010 and everything, and even before that, 2008. Mm-hmm. And um, see that when he was like the underdog and he had the World Heavyweight Championship, and it's fun to watch to a point where, the, you know, it's the reason that you get tired of John Cena because it's the same. Yeah. I'm going to overcome the odds. And it's like, no, we know. Like, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. We understand. So we kind of get burned out on it and yeah. we're ready for like the next thing and the next thing. Yeah. Um, I really don't fault him. I think that's just the way that character was going to go. Yeah. And I think that character will come back and will be strong because I have a feeling and I think I know what they're going to do with him down the line, mm-hmm. but we'll get to that later in the show because that, that'll play into some stuff. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Any other wrestling news that you can think of? Not really. I, I mean, we all we talked about Bad News Barrett. Like, yeah. man, that guy catches a bad he's break supposed to be. He's supposed to be at yeah. the pay-per-view on Sunday. So yeah. I wonder what's going to happen. Yeah, that'll be interesting because I thought, oh, he's going to be out for months. Yep. That's what they said, but mm-hmm. now he's going to give away the title. I wonder, do you think that he's going to, like, knock him out and say, I've got some bad news for you, and then, like, raise the title, and, like, he's going to be the That's champion? what I want to say, Yeah, and that's what I hope happens, mm-hmm. but I feel like this is us caring more about the brand than the people writing it. Yeah, of course. You know? Yeah. Because that, how badass would that be? Oh, wouldn't that be awesome? What a great way to make him either, depending on how he plays it, because Barrett's amazing. Yeah. That could even make him a Bigger heel, yep. Like, oh, hey, Dolph Ziggler wins. Mm-hmm. Oh man, holy shit, Dolph Ziggler won. Fuck, 
but then Bad News Barrett won't give him the title because yep. that's the like the fan favorite is Dolph Ziggler. Exactly. So I think that would be a cool way to give him a little bit of heel heat than Ziggler's chasing the title. Mm. You have an interesting program, but again, I mean, I really have no idea how long he's out. I yeah, mean, he's just separated shoulder, and mm-hmm. then we only heard just the one time he's out, and they're you know vacating the title. Yeah, a lot of vacated titles this year. Dude. Almost as many uh, battle royales oh as vacated God. titles. No, there have been way too many <laughs> fucking battle royales. I really like battle royales, but there's one every month and a half. Yeah. And and it, it really just got to be an overkill type thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, kind uh, of a bummer. Yeah, it is. I get put as many people in the ring as you can. Mm-hmm. If, you know, more face time for everybody, but you don't do anything with it. Right. So, fuck it. Yeah. Stop doing it. Yeah. Try something else. Mm-hmm. Do a gauntlet match. Yeah. <laughs> do something. Something fuck. different. But, yeah, they, they like to fall back on those battle royales. Again, it shows the most people. Mm-hmm. It shows how deep the roster is. Yeah. It, it, it just does that. Yeah. Um, other than that, any other news? Anything? Uh, PWG is at the end of next month for Battle mm-hmm. of Los Angeles. I wanted to go, but it's the same weekend as PAX. So, whoops. Fuck. We should try to go maybe in, like, October. I want to fucking go. I really want to go. I want to go to a PWG show really, really bad. Me too. I think that, like, they're doing incredible stuff uh, in Reseda. Mm-hmm. I think L.A. is, like, the spot for wrestling right mm-hmm. now. Isn't it crazy that they don't travel? When you think about Ring of Honor, yeah. Ring, of Honor Ring of Honor is all up and down the coast. I, yeah, you know, I always forget because I never really followed Ring mm-hmm. of Honor. I would watch matches, yeah. you know, CM Punk or, Daniel Bry- or Brian Danielson matches mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I never like thought about how they travel they travel and pwg doesn't yep but uh, it's grown that much mm-hmm. it's really it. crazy to see like those are the two that i would put against each other me too pwg and ring of honor are the east coast west coast type mm-hmm. you know promotions against each other ring of honor is very like professional mm-hmm. like we we are the they're like a wrestling company and that's yeah. and that's cool like they're doing it like the really old school way mm-hmm. good for them pwg is kind of like the hip we're, like, young. This is, like, a little more Hollywood. Mm-hmm. We don't travel. You come to our shit. We don't go to you. Yeah. If you guys ever have the opportunity to go to a Ring of Honor show or a PWG show yeah. or a Chikara show mm-hmm. or your local independent show, that's going to be really cool. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, uh, super awesome showdown. Weekend next, of— uh, Next week. Yep. Weekend of, uh, Comic-Con. of Comic-Con. That's really, really soon. Holy shit. I know. I know. <laughs> At the same time, have a friend starting a band— called Macho Macho Versus, which is uh, him in a mask. And, oh, hell yeah. yeah He's going to do that? Yep, only speaking Spanish. Yes! And then, and then covering different bands, the Macho Macho Versus the Ramones, Macho Macho Versus the Misfits. It's great. We'll, we'll put out some more information about that soon because I'm, I'm really into it. Uh, we're going to be helping him do some stuff soon. Hell yeah. Uh, in the very near future. So uh, you guys can check out that when we have a little bit more information. But Brian, let's dive right into NXT. Brian, what do you think, just on a whole, just... Just as a whole of a show this last week, what did you think of NXT? I was really disappointed with all the squash matches that they had really? on NXT. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I really didn't like that uh, big cast one again. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really cool to see Tyler Breeze. Yeah. I liked that he was billed from a totally different place. Uh-huh. Um, and Adrian Neville, always the fighting champion. You yeah. know, it was yeah. good to see him in the main event. Uh-huh. What uh, was? I'm sorry, shit. You know what slipped my mind? And my notes are just right behind me here. Uh, what was that main event? You know, I think it was Adrian Neville versus Tyson Kidd. Is that what you think it was? <laughs> Is that what you think it was? <laughs> Brian, Brian told me as soon as he got here oh dude i totally forgot to watch nxt <laughs> uh hey brian the main event you're not too far off uh-huh. the main event was adrian neville and Sami Zayn against uh uh 
uh, shit, Tyson Kidd mm-hmm. and Justin Gabriel. Oh, cool. In a tag match. That was not bad. Oh, okay. Uh, Justin Gabriel looks like he just got off like a dirt bike to go wrestle and it's really strange also his hair needs to be way longer or way shorter because I've never seen a man with more straightened hair (laughs) than him but it's like like he's like china doll perfect yeah like it's so it's really strange even like when I had long hair yes (laughs) yeah it looked like that but his is like glossier (laughs) it was really really it's like really crazy to see so I honestly uh forgot to take notes yeah uh I just watched the Mm -hmm. event and Brian just didn't watch it at all. Yeah. So let's go to our correspondent, Lovable Bill, who sent us his NXT review. Lovable Bill, let's see what you said. Hey, guys, really great episode this week. I am loving the story they are building with the former BFFs, and I am really excited to see the buildup to the match between Summer and Charlotte. So, Brian, what you missed mm-hmm. is that Bailey and Summer were in a number one contenders match awesome. for the uh, NXT Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Summer won. Oh, good. And uh, so Bailey lost. Poor Bailey. Poor Bailey. Uh, the crowd chanted, "Bailey's gonna hug you." <laughs> and uh, it was overall pretty decent match. Yeah. Uh, watching it just made me realize like there are women wrestlers who are taking bumps and making it sound loud and making it sound big, and then there are women wrestlers who are not taking the bumps as mm-hmm. big and like make it sound so small. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize how much the sound really plays into professional wrestling it until, really does. until it's not there. Mm-mm. And then you just go, oh, okay. Yeah. That's my problem with most women's wrestling. It's quiet. It's too quiet. Yep. And I get they're not as heavy as the men, mm-hmm. but like you can slap but, the mat. But that's the thing. You can tell Becky Lynch, mm-hmm. uh, you can watch Bailey. Mm-hmm. Like when they're in there, it's loud. Yeah. Like, they hit the mat hard. Even AJ, who is like tiny as shit. Yeah. Uh, like hits the mat hard and it makes us sound. Yes, you know what I mean. And that's it's, why they're fun to watch. It's that little thing. That being said, whenever they all like any of those women hit the ropes, it always looks funny to me because yeah. it's like it's like when Rey Mysterio hits the ropes. It's like don't know that it really did anything for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, but that's why I think he started going second second rope, rope. instead yep. of top rope. I agree. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree. Also, I think the rope got t- taller. Maybe well, I think we talked about that before. Yeah. Uh, Verdict is still out on Bull Dempsey. I am just not seeing it with him, but I am still willing to give him some more time. Well, Bill, that is where you and we differ. Yeah. Bull Dempsey is talk about a guy who doesn't fit a gimmick. If you can let us know what it is about Bull Dempsey that like we're supposed to be like, whoa, holy shit. Yeah. That would be cool. What is he a dying breed of? Uh uh shitty independent wrestlers. Oh. Uh he looks like every bad independent wrestler. He it's, does. It's a black singlet that doesn't fit him <laughs> and a gimmick that doesn't match him Mm-mm. at all. It's so strange. It's weird. I don't even mind his finish. It's almost like it, it's almost like Al Snow's old finisher, the snowplow. Oh, yeah. Almost, but it's not. It's a scoop slam driver, huh. so it's a little different. It, it, he was yeah. in a squash match this week. Of um, course. He does a thing where he just, like, does a lot of stuff into a headlock. Okay. He's a, he's a big guy. Is he even a big guy? He's a rotund man. But I don't yeah. think he's, like, a very tall guy. No, I think he's, he looks like he's maybe six feet tall. Yeah, and he's, like, they're, like, yeah, he's, what a what a cannonball. What a wrecking ball. He's powering through these guys. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. <laughs> I just don't get it. If you know something we don't, go home show at mega64.com <laughs> or hit us up on Twitter uh, at go home show because we would love to know what you know. Please. Because uh, we don't get it. Uh, it was in a squash match against a uh, very handsome-looking white man. Mm. Uh, the white man got beat. 
So, finally. Uh, Vaudevillain's promo was amazing. I can't wait for a storyline feud between them and the Ascension. I expect some killer matches in the future. That will be a very weird, like, mix. That's going to be, like, really bizarre. Their promo was them trying to fit through a door together and then talking (laughs) about how they're, like, the premier tag team. Ha, 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 ha. Good. Uh, So that was... That was pretty much that. The main event tag match was pretty stellar. I love the corkscrew jump spot that Neville did off Sammy's back. Sammy went down on all four. Like, they slammed. I want to say it was Justin Gabriel. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Sammy, there was a tag. Sammy went down on all fours. And then uh, Neville got on his back and mm. did a corkscrew moonsault. Damn. Off his back. It was nuts. Holy it looked shit. so fucking good. It's like you've just never seen somebody move the way that Adrian Neville does. It's crazy. A- incredible core strength from a guy who's probably not any taller than I am. I'm pretty sure he's 5'6". Jesus Christ. I'm three inches taller than that guy. <laughs> wow. Uh, lots of great spots throughout, and I love the dirty one that Tyson got. I am loving this feud, and I'm really happy it is getting a lot of room t- to breathe and develop. So, it's a tag match mm-hmm. uh, with Kid and Gabriel against Sammy and Neville. Natty comes down with uh, Kid and Gabriel, mm-hmm. and... Uh, near the end of the match, she kind of like... She's like on the apron, like, oh, oh you almost got him, whatever. She gets bumped into and hits the ground to like the outside, and Sami yeah. Zayn is like, "Oh, I gotta go! Oh, we gotta go help her!" And then Tyson Kidd's like, "Yeah, we gotta go help her!" And they both start going to the outside, but then Tyson Kidd jumps back in and rolls Sami Zayn up for one, uh... two, three, and he gets out and celebrates like he want, like, "Yeah, I knew it! I knew I could do it!" And then he's, he's like on the entrance ramp and he goes, "Oh shit!" And then runs over to his wife and like lifts his wife up. <laughs> but all I could think is like, I can see both sides. What I love about Tyson Kidd is that I can see both sides mm-hmm. because everything he says mm-hmm. is like, you're right, but you're saying it like a dick. Yep. And it's perfect. Yeah. It's so condescending. And like, I, I just know that this week they're going to be like, you ban you, your wife got knocked out of the ring and you had to steal a win. He's like, look, I know he's going to say, I'm a competitor. Mm-hmm. A win is a win. Mm-hmm. My wife knew the risk when she came out. She's a WWE diva. If she, yep. if she was afraid of taking a spill like that, she wouldn't get in the ring. Week after week. Exactly. I, I, I fear for my wife's safety, but at the same time, I know that she can take care of herself. I just, I expect a promo like that this week. Uh, awesome. If, if they don't, then they're fucking up. Right? There you go. This week's episode has gotten me super pumped for the next couple weeks of NXT, seeing where everything is going. Thanks, guys. I look forward to hearing your thoughts. Well, that is what we think. That is our NXT yep. correspondent, uh, Bill. Yep. Bill Philmath. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> No, that is, uh, that is lovable, Bill. Yeah. Thank you very much, Bill. That saved us. Brian, let's get right into SmackDown. Um, we start with a Rusev, Rusev Reigns face-off, yes? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a Lana promo and a Reigns promo. Do you have anything to say about that? Well, I think Reigns comes out first, cuts his own promo, and then Lana and Rusev come out. Oh, really? Yeah, because oh. I, have it, I have it written first that it was a great promo to start the show, and man, like... Rings can cut a promo. Yeah, he's not he, bad on the mic. He's doing really well. But yeah, uh, but then yeah, immediately after that, it's Lana and Rusev, and and they don't like Roman Reigns. There's some facing mm. off. Well, it's because we have a match tonight. Yep. Um, what is the next segment after that? Because I, I again, I'm watching the German broadcast this time. It's not in Arabic. Uh, so. <laughs> AJ and Cameron. Okay, so uh, AJ is facing Cameron. She is AJ is going to be facing Paige at Battleground. Uh, WWE has hired some people who know After Effects. Have you noticed that? Like the last three or four months, all their uh, pay-per-view promo mm-hmm. stuff, it's like really stepped up in production. Yeah. I think they hired like some 24-year-olds yep. who are just like, yeah, you want me to make like some After Effects shit? Yeah. <laughs> like, you want to just, what do you want? Well, we want Extreme Rules to look like authoritarian. 
Okay. okay. Well, we'll make it look. Well, how about like some stormtrooper guards, and then everything's like kind of like uh, yellow and red. Mm-hmm. You can do that. <laughs> That's like, and then this especially because it's like, and it zooms in on like mm-hmm. page, and it gives like all of her stats, and then zooms out, and it goes to AJ, and it gives all of her stats, zooms out, and it's like, okay, that's the theme of battleground. Some kids learned some After Effects yep. and went. Like, do you just want me to make some shit? I yep. can just make some shit. It looks good. Yeah. I like it. Hey, hey, just so you guys know, if you look at those pay-per-view, like, bumpers and everything like that, yeah. you can do that. It's easy. It's not that hard. <laughs> it just, it's After Effects, 100%. Uh, this match didn't really do anything for me. Uh, did Cameron try to put on lip gloss and then throw it at AJ? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then uh, halfway through the match, Cameron tried to leave and Naomi throws her back in. And then AJ hits a Shining Wizard yeah. for the win. I thought that was cool. Yeah. She used to use the Shining Wizard and then did not. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. I think more wrestlers should have impact finishers and submission finishers. I agree. But submission wrestling isn't really what they're going for yeah, anymore. Yeah, people so. don't really like to watch that. Yeah. Um, I enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, after that, do we get Fondango? Is that the next thing? Uh, or backstage it, promo. Or Orton promo. Yeah. Yes. Anything to say about the Orton promo? Uh, nope. I mean, it's, it's, it's an Orton promo. It's what you expect. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much what you think you're going to get with a yep. Randy Orton promo. Mm-hmm. Not to say I'm bored by Randy Orton, just to say that I've seen him cut the same promo. Maybe that is to say I'm bored with Randy Orton <laughs> with his backstage promos. I like him in the ring, and I like when he's yelling at the crowd, but I think all of his promos where he talks, it's in a very methodical voice. Renee, this Sunday... I have to face John Cena, and I have to face I, this, yeah. the the authority doesn't need a plan B because I'm their plan A. Like that, it's the yeah. same shit over and over. Yeah. So whatever, that's fine. Uh, okay, what's the next segment? Is uh, this Fandango? It's Fandango and Rose. Fandango with Layla mm-hmm. against Adam Rose with Summer. Mm-hmm. Why, Why Adam Rose is still here, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Layla and Summer end up fighting. Mm-hmm. Fandango gets counted out. Anything to add? Uh, nope. Very sad. I, Poor yeah. Fandango. Poor Fandango. Adam Rose. Shit. Okay. Uh, we'll talk more about him when we get to Raw. Do we have to? Okay. Uh, uh, yes. Titus O'Neil and Heath Slater versus the Usos. This is billed as Titus O'Neil and Heath Slater have dropped their inferior tag team partners and have now formed a tag team. I have two notes for this match. Note one. What? <laughs> Note two, the Usos win. Come on, I don't have time for this. Brian, thoughts? Yeah, uh, I wrote Heath Slater can wrestle. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even have anything against him. It's just, why here? Why now? Why this? Why that? I mean, you could have put them against, I don't know, anybody. But why them together? I don't even know. Oh, that's what I mean. You could have put the Usos against anybody. Oh, yeah, exactly. Why those oh, two? Oh, and then there's a post-match promo uh-huh. with the Usos? Uh-huh. Shit. What? I'm so ready for them to lose the <laughs> championship. The more I see of them, the more I want them to lose. Fuck. I, like, I don't get it. Me neither. You know who they remind me of? Guys that you're not really friends with, but you kind of have the same classes with in high school <laughs> who are also on the football team. And when they make a joke, you're like, okay, yeah. But then it, they're like, they keep telling that joke uh-huh. every week uh-huh. and like are louder about it. <laughs> and you just go, no, that's no, that's fine. You just, you play football. I get it. Uh-huh. That's You don't have to be funny. You, you play yeah, football. You just play football. That's, you, that's, what, that's your thing. Just, that's it. That's just it. Stop at that. Yeah, just stop. You're not, hey, 
You're not the charismatic guy. Mm -mm. You're the football player. They want to be the rock so bad. Yep. They're not. Nope. So that's what I think about the post-match Usos promo. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Next we get uh, Y2J against Randy Orton. Pretty good match. Like... Jericho seemed five years younger in this match. What the hell was that all about? It was really great. Yeah. These guys really went way harder than they needed to on SmackDown. Seriously. Good for them. Mm -hmm. Good for them trying to, like, raise the caliber of this show, (laughs) especially after that Usos promo. I hope they watched it backstage and went, well, let's see what we can do about this. (laughs) Uh, Really, really, really good match. I thought there was, like, some really cool back and forth, really good, like, Mm counter-wrestling. They went all over the place. Randy Orton was, like, barking at the fans. I love it. Randy Orton is, like, yelling at the crowd. That is the best Randy Orton. Absolutely. 100% the best. He needs to do that all the time. I agree. I don't know why he doesn't. Uh, I don't know. And he kind of, like, saves it. And I just, it looks like he's going to snap. Snap. Be weird. Yeah. Because he's good at being he's weird. He's great at being weird. That's like, a, like uncomfortable weird. Yeah. It's great. I That's one of the things I used to really like about mm-hmm. him. But um, yeah. Let's see. The match ends where Jericho gets distracted by the Wyatt Stinger. The little bat. Yep. What can you do your impression of a Wyatt Stinger? Bat. Mm, it's deeper than that. Bat. Is that good? Yeah. Okay. Just imagine everything went dark yeah. when we do that. Uh, I'm just looking at our uh, our meter reading, and it's just blown out three times. Whoops. <laughs> uh, uh, so no one comes out, but Chris Jericho's distracted and then turns around and catches the RKO, mm-hmm. and that is the end of Y2J. Uh, I thought there was a really cool spot where uh, Y2J reverses, was it that second rope DDT, and like pulls himself back in and like goes to like the walls of Jericho? I thought that was pretty cool. Um. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yep, and mm-hmm. I thought that was a cool spot. Uh, any other notes from that match? Uh, just, I couldn't believe how, like, clean Jericho looked after not wrestling for he, a year. Jericho never has ring rust. He is one of the naturals. Yeah. He comes in and kind of, like, I feel like he kind of sweeps up a mess. And I, th- I think we've talked about this. I'm not sure. Yeah. He comes in and feuds with the people that John Cena didn't put over. <laughs> because, because okay, now here's the thing. Yeah. He comes in. And we'll feud with whoever John Cena didn't let win in their feud. Yeah. And, and when I say let win, I understand that John Cena is not the one who's booking of the course. wins and the losses. Here's what I think. Mm-hmm. Chris Jericho has been around for so long, he's a legend. It doesn't matter when he wins or loses. Nope. It's like Kane. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter when he wins or loses. Always a credible threat. Always. Mm-hmm. John Cena is, for the lack of a better term, his character is a China doll where everything about him is predicated on winning. Yeah. If he loses, they're afraid that everyone will think he's nothing. Does that make sense? It does, but it's the stupidest way to think. I I agree. And there's always people like this. Hogan was like this. Yeah. Um, for, to to a much I think a much lesser extent, uh, Austin and The Rock were like that. Mm. Um, and John Cena is the guy. Yeah. And uh, I think that really comes from not having strong heels to be at the top with John Cena. Hmm. Um, who's your strongest heel? Name the strongest heel in the WWE right now. I mean, I have your top, your top level heel in the actual organization. Who, yep. Or- Orton. Orton. Who's below that? I would say Bray Wyatt. But that's, but, but, that's Bray, me. but Bray Wyatt's lost mm-hmm. the last two times he's faced John Cena. 
Exactly. And that and that's the thing, because I would say that if you don't make him lose, mm-hmm. he would be the top heel right now. I agree. But you oh, made weird. him lose. That's weird. Oh, let me think. Who else do they do that with? Oh, uh, Ryback. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Damn. He was huge. Do you remember? Like, you can go look this up. If you guys haven't looked this up, I'm sure you have. But when Ryback comes in, he's at, like, the height of his popularity, and he is CM, or, uh, CM Punk's the champion, and yeah. Ryback comes to the ring, and he saves, like, Vince McMahon or whatever when, in that CM Punk-Vince uh, McMahon match. The arena's chanting, feed me more so loud, the camera shakes. Damn. That's how hot he was at that time. Damn. From there, fed to Cena, fed to the Shield, loses at WrestleMania to Mark Henry. Where's Ryback now? So that's why yeah. I worry for people like Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. when they don't get put over by John Cena. It's like we've seen we've seen what kind of happens when you just go up against Cena and then lose. You get kind of thrust back down. Yeah. There's no credible threat. The time that John Cena was the most dynamic mm-hmm. was when CM Punk was the champion mm-hmm. for his long-ass reign because yep. John Cena couldn't win. Yes. And do you remember it was 20, what was it, 2013? Yeah. 2013 was the worst year of my life. It was a promo that he said. I remember that. Because he lost. Yeah. And I remember being way into like a Cena CM Punk feud. Yep. Because, hey, for once, he's not the fucking golden boy. Yep. You can do it and then he can bounce right back. It's John Cena. Yep. Nobody's going to like hate watching him wrestle more than they already do now. Yep. So <laughs> there you go. It's uh, Y2J comes in and cleans up the messes. Yeah. Uh, again, I understand, and I'm not going to sit here and go, well, John Cena doesn't let him win because he only calls the matches. He doesn't, he doesn't call the winners or the losers. Yeah. He's booked. So it's, uh, it's interesting to see what's going to happen with uh, Jericho mm-hmm. and Bray Wyatt. Is there a doubt in your mind that Bray Wyatt, like, wins? Like, I mean, do you think there's any way he doesn't win against Jericho at Battleground? Oh, no. no. Uh, I mean, he's guaranteed to win. Absolutely. And, and but that's kind, of, uh, uh, that's kind of the shitty thing about it. It's like, oh, okay, so Y2J is just coming in to be... That's what he does. Yeah. That's but, what he's, he's a legend. That's what he does. And yeah. I have no problem with it. Yeah. I, it, I don't care. He did it with Fondongo. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't. He just comes in and does that. Yeah. Uh, next up on the show, we have Layla versus Summer with Fondango as the ref. Uh, this was made after the uh, after the match earlier where Fondango was counted out. Fondango has a new referee shirt. Yes. It's very low cut. It is. And I um, want one. They, uh, I think there's a lot of dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fondango kisses both of the women. Mm-hmm. And then Fondango dances a whole bunch. Uh, which is great. I love that character. Me too. And uh, Fondango is attacked by both women and leaves. Yeah. Uh, poor Fondango. Uh, we got an email that I was going to read later, but I'll just talk about it now. Someone said, oh, I was bummed out that Brian didn't talk about Fondango on commentary last week because he said that he was the Fonz of the WWE and then just kept going, hey, hey. I actually went back and watched Raw yeah. and watched that part where he just kept going, hey. And I did, I did the, talk about the, it. But apparently the part that was not discussed was him just going, hey, oh. hey. Because he just kept doing he it. did. It was so weird. Once he once he found that, he yeah. just stuck hey, with it. That, it reminded me they did a uh, backstage interview with mm. Fondango and Layla. And they were asking him, like, how do you feel about this superstar? What do you feel about this? Whatever. And they asked about Razor Ramon. <laughs> and, and it was Fondango just in the back going, Razor Ramon is not the man I am. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> Hey yo. He just kept doing it and then he kept flexing and doing it. It was weird. I need to look at this. It was so funny. Oh and my just God. bizarre. Uh, after that, we had Curtis Axel against Gold Dust. 
Uh, Stardust, it just stands on, like, the railing and just rallies the crowd. Yeah. I thought that was great. That's the most. That's the most audience interaction I've seen from a WWE superstar in mm, uh, mm, a decade. Oh, well, what, since Alicia Fox was, like, like doing seriously, four months ago? But, like, during a match yeah. where someone's doing stuff to the crowd, mm-hmm. being close to the crowd, mm-hmm. it's like they only want to play it for TV because it's super produced. Mm-hmm. And, and I think what people miss about those big pops and, like, the crowd connections or whatever was playing to all four corners yeah. and not just hard cam. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, Absolutely. I hate that they play only to hard. That's nowadays. especially if you're there live. Yeah. Um, after Stardust rallies the crowd, there's the final cut by Goldust in a very quick match, mm-hmm. um, and then Ryback attacks post match, but gets a face full of Stardust and then runs off. <laughs> it was very funny. I fucking love it. It was really weird. Yeah. Um, I was talking to you about this. I sent you a text, but uh, I was at the swap meet this last weekend mm-hmm. and uh, found finally. I never found him before, but finally found a grip of old Pro Wrestling Illustrateds. And uh, World Wrestling News and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spent $30 on old wrestling magazines Damn. from the mid-80s to the early 90s. Mm-hmm. There's a picture of Scott Hall and Kurt Henning uh, together in right. the 80s when Scott Hall had the mustache and like cowboy boots and Kurt yeah. Henning had a beard. Yeah. And in this picture, he looks exactly like Curtis Axel. Mm-hmm. If Curtis Axel shaved his beard, he would, he look, would look like Mr. Perfect. Just like his dad. A- and it's really crazy. Yeah. That's really crazy to me. Yeah. I think that's nuts. They, it, it's like crazy how much they, mm. I, yeah. I'll have I, to post some stuff from those old magazines. Check out our Twitter at Go Home Show. Mm-hmm. I'll post some pictures and stuff from those magazines. They're really cool. Yeah. There's one that's the cover of like The Undertaker and oh, it's like man. right at like the beginning, like where he's won like three big matches. Right. And it just says The Undertaker making the WWF his personal graveyard. And it has like <laughs> tombstones on the front that say like Yokozuna, Lex Luger, Hulk Hogan. Damn. Yeah. It's really cool. That's There's, really um, cool. There's one that I really, really like that has, like, a nice spread about Magnum TA, and it talks about Magnum TA says that the Russians will never get the U.S. title, and then there's, like, a centerfold picture of Magnum TA, Uh and I have to take it out and hang it up because it's, like, it's so gaudy, like, (laughs) gross. It's awesome. It fucking rules. Good. Yep. Back to SmackDown. Uh, Bo Dallas takes on Torito and Diego. I'd originally wrote down Fernando, but it was not his Diego. Uh, This is a handy-capable match. Uh, uh, Bo Dallas hits the Bow Dog on Diego and um, then goes for a post-match boat down. It's a beat down, but Bo does it. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Torito. Throws Torito into the ring very savagely and then goes, oh no, is he okay? Oh, you all right, little buddy? Awesome. Uh, yeah. Bo Dallas is the best. Oh, and then JBL pushing him with the, I love his commentating of mm-hmm. Bo Dallas. The, the hushed whisper. Mm-hmm. Oh, shh, shh, shh. shh. And then, like, during, like, the pose, and then Michael Cole, why do we have to be quiet? (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. So, Bo Dallas at this point, 14 and Bo. Nice. Good job, Bo. Uh, Any other notes from that match? Nope. Uh, That'll take us right into the main event of Rusev and Reigns. Thought this match was okay. Uh, Orton interferes at the end. That's pretty much it. Do you have any notes? For that uh it's good to see some breath to a rusev match i agree he's actually pretty interesting to watch i agree I, and i knew that we were going to be getting that after his like couple of, like big e matches it's like oh he can actually do something yeah please let him do something because he's a very dynamic wrestler i agree he's very different he doesn't just and not just in that he has a large like wheelhouse yep but he, he doesn't do repeated moves like yep. you don't see him do a one kick then another kick no nope. it's like oh a kick then this kind of move yep. then like He's just a lot of fun to watch. I'm really when, glad when, that when you let him go. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm glad they're opening it up mm-hmm. some more. 
Uh, that'll roll us right into Raw. Yep. Uh, this is the go-home show for Battleground for Raw. Did you realize that? I did. I didn't know until the start of Raw. I did because I had just watched SmackDown beforehand. They were like, nine days to go till, oh, wow. uh, till Battleground pay-per-view. And Battleground I was like, oh, came shit. fast. Uh, yeah, they kind of roll into each other yep. after. Yeah. Um, but then there's going to be bu- some build for SummerSlam after this. Exactly. I think SummerSlam's the next one. Uh, we get a John Cena promo. Yep. Um, he comes out and he talks about how the main event is uh, Cena, Reigns, Ambrose against Kane Orton and Rollins. Uh, Cena talks about being the man mm-hmm. uh, and being John Cena mm-hmm. and what it's like to be John Cena. Mm-hmm. And then Roman Reigns comes down and interrupts and yeah. talks about uh, about how he's better than John Cena and how yeah. the crowd likes him more. It was what you said last week. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I uh, <laughs> called the opening to this show. Yeah. Uh, then Ambrose interrupts on the Titantron. Ambrose keeps being on the Titantron. I like it. Yeah. It's different. That's his thing. Yep. Uh, he talks about uh, you th- being the prettiest girl at the dance. Uh-huh. I thought that was hilarious. He's so good on he's the He's very, very good. He's oh. very he's very good. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, he is jumped by Orton, Kane, and Rollins for a very long time. Like, like, honestly, I wrote, like, hey, this was, like, way too long. With, like, no crowd reaction or no crowd noise. Uh-huh. No one to come break it up. Uh-uh. No, just no. They just beat on him for five minutes. Yeah, and and it was like, okay, oh no, you're gonna. I thought the one cool part is like that. All you guys got, and then like they curb stomped his head into the wood or whatever. Yeah. But it was like, okay, at least have a chair. Yeah, because they just went. It was punching him. And what bothers me is when there's no noise to hide the. Sh- huh, t- yeah. Oh god, t- it sounds t- so t- stupid. Uh, t- t- yeah, t- <laughs> it's so funny. It's so ugh, ugh, whatever. Uh, so from that point on, mm-hmm. I mean, right when that happened, I went, all right, I guess we're getting another handy capable match. Yep. Uh, three on two. Of course. Whatever. Uh, next up we have Seamus and the Miz. Uh, Miz comes out and says that his moneymaker is his face Fucking and his, stupid. and his face will be on the Titan Tron the whole match. Hey, you know what? The Miz is the Hollywood superstar. Love it. Really? It's yeah. Because it's such a heel thing where you just go. You've been in the fucking Marine. Shut yeah. the fuck up. But that's why he's great, because he's a heel. That's, you know, uh, I always, and this is what I forget. I, mm-hmm. It's like, I know what they're doing, yep. but then I'm just like, no, I fucking hate you. Yeah. But then I like. Listen, I hate the Miz, yeah. but I can appreciate what he's doing now. Exactly. Because this is a little different from what he's done in the past. Yeah. When he comes out in sunglasses, also, if you're going to wear sunglasses, lose your fucking ring jacket. Because no. that jacket's dumb as no. hell. Because he looks like badass Assassin's Creed. No, he looks like a fucking juggalo. He looks like a guy who's really into the insane clown posse. I'm telling you, it looks like he played Assassin's Creed 3 and went, I gotta look like that. <laughs> uh, so Miz's face is on the Titan Tron the whole The whole match. match. Uh my second note of this match is my favorite person in this match is referee Mike Kyoto. <laughs> uh, Garrett walks into my room while I'm watching Raw and says, does anyone care that Miz is back? The answer to that question is no. There you go. Uh, the highlights of this match are Sheamus hitting the 15 beats of the Bambalip, whatever it's called. Um, but he does it more than 10, and that must suck to take. Yes. Especially, like, taking it 10 times must suck. Taking it more than 10, more than 10 times must suck because you don't know when he's going to stop. <sighs> you don't know if he's going to stop at 15 or 20 I, or maybe 30. I really don't like that. Move. There you go. What a um, waste of time, and it just draws all the momentum yep. out of the match. Uh, Sheamus says that he's going to unify the United States and Intercontinental Championship. Do you think that's going to happen? Uh, does it fucking matter? No. Okay. Then who gives a shit? Yeah. Uh, Miz wins with a roll up. I'm honestly shocked. Yeah, 
I could not believe the Miz won a match. I was ready to write down, has Miz done shit since coming back? I mean, those were the words locked yeah. and loaded in my pen. Oh, I, I went into watching this. I'm like, okay, so Sheamus is going to win. Yeah, exactly. So that, Miz hey. winning with a roll-up, I thought was really fresh and really cool. Yep. I, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I like when a heel wins sometimes. Why not? Yeah. Uh, next, you get a Kane Orton-Rollins promo backstage talking about how they're all on the same side and they're plan A and Kane's got Orton's back if Orton's got Kane's back and then Triple H and Stephanie come in and just make out. Yeah, it was hot. Ew. Yeah. Okay. Who do you think got a bigger boner, me or Triple H? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably Triple H. No, you. Um, next we have Ziggler against Fondango. Uh, my favorite part of this match was the commentary where JVL said, he, you can't be mad at Fondango. He broke up with Summer Rae legally on Twitter. Yeah. You broke he's, up with her legally on Twitter. He's sticking to it's totally okay to break yep. up with a chick on Twitter. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Yep. Uh, this match doesn't really get going much. And then Summer and Layla interrupt and dance on the table. And then that's when they start. the announcers start talking about having the best seats in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ziggler hits the Famouser yeah, for a win. For the win, yeah. And then uh, Ziggler ends up with both the girls. They kiss him. They look at his butt, and then they leave. Nice. Uh, and then Fondango is left. No. Aww. Hey. Hey, yo. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. Uh, hey. Give him the IC belt. Uh, Brian, here's your favorite part of the show. There's a Life Sonic commercial. Please this, discuss. This is my favorite part of the show. A fucking Damien Sando doesn't even get ring time. <laughs> He's in a goddamn Sonic uniform. He's just trying to have a goddamn hot dog. All he wants is a goddamn hot dog. He's supposed to be the heel. Uh-huh. And... Adam Rose comes in, and the only good thing about him is his fucking song. Mm-hmm. And then he steals the hot dog from Damian Sandow and beats him up. Who's the bad guy? Why am I watching this? And why is a- fucking Adam Rose still around? Um, I just I keep thinking to of Derek saying, "So Adam Rose is a heel? No, he's a face. Adam Rose is a face. Yeah, I how I want to beat him up. Like it's so fucking annoying. <laughs> everything about Adam Rose makes me want to beat him up." Are we missing something? Are we know. a minority? Or is it like kind of know. just he's all I wrote at the end of this is I guess it, Adam Rose is a great pitchman. Yep. I guess. Whatever. Um, Adam Rose is a weirdly shaped body. His face is weird. Yeah. His arms. Everything or his arms him. long or short. I think they're long. I think they're. he looks like an eight. Yeah. He has a weird body type. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Adam Rose. I know you're listening to this. Adam. Hey, guys, just leave a review on this show that says. Uh, really like these best friends talking about wrestling. Adam Rose is shaped like an ape. <laughs> Hashtag ape em Rose. Ape em Rose. <laughs> uh, next, after uh, Sonic, a uh, Sonic commercial, uh, which I'll never fucking eat at Sonic. Like, shit's garbage. Yeah. Uh, the Usos get attacked by the Wyatts, just coming down to the ring. Yeah, which is great. Like, damn. Hell yeah. More shit like what, that needs to happen. What a fucking beatdown. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, no match. Just nope. a fucking uh, mugging. Good, because I was tired of seeing the Usos win. Yep. There you go. Uh, but, dude, they just beat the shit out of them. They, they do that double team move again, right? The yep. crucifix bomb mm-hmm. thing that they do. Still looks good. Uh, we get a uh, a little Flair promo thing. This is Flair's live tonight. Woo. Woo. So nervous. Woo. So I, nervous. That's my first note when Flair comes out is I'm so nervous about this. Uh, after that. We get Lana and Rusev against Coulter and Swagger in a debate. In a detente. Whatever. <laughs> Any notes from this? Uh, they let Lana speak way too long. I agree. She's good. Belie- uh-huh. Like, hey, I'm actually... But I'm better! <laughs> That's, um... All right. Star Fox. Fucking Star Fox bullshit. Uh, 
she's good, and she is honestly really surprising at uh-huh. how she can get a crowd upset. Yep. And I think she'll, if she wants to stay around, be a really good manager mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. But she talked for way too long. I agree. Uh, Swagger and Rusev are scheduled at Battleground. Mm-hmm. Uh, Swagger has the benefit of having a pro-America gimmick mm-hmm. in a time where a anti-America gimmick is hot. Like, Rusev's pro... Like, this is the case of a heel making a face. Yeah. Swagger's been running the real American thing... For a while, yep. where he gets booed because of their conservative American views. Yeah. But now that there's a Russian coming in, mm-hmm. put the American guy against the Russian. Yep. Jack Swagger has never gotten over this big in his Holy entire career. Shit. I cannot stress that enough. If you have ever wondered <laughs> how a heel makes a face... Please watch everything with Rusev and Swagger over the last couple weeks because Jack Swagger has been getting booze or no reaction for a year and a half. Yeah. They put him against a Russian. The roof comes off. Everyone is standing. We the people has never been louder. It was always like a funny little thing that people like to do because it was a thing you could get behind. Mm -hmm. Everybody was hot for it. Super kick. Blocked into the Patriot lock. The roof almost fucking blew up. The crowd went insane. (laughs) Do you know why? One, Russian gimmick. Two, this guy's been untouchable. Yes. And you want the American guy to come in and kick some ass. Mm -hmm. It's great. It's such a... I mean, that is a textbook heel making a face. Mm -hmm. And I I think that it's a very, very cool thing. Yes. Now, I want to pose something here. Uh If we do have international listeners, Uh not like Canadian... But, like, yeah, you fucks. Well, no, because I feel like they just would agree with with what I'm about Mm -hmm. to say here. Does this gimmick, Mm -hmm. pro-America, this big about it, does it translate to you the same way that it translates to us? It must not. Like, watching it in England, you must be just going, like, Yeah, there's another yank fucking wanking his shit. Yeah, exactly. It must just be bullshit. Yeah. If you you live in, like, the UK or something, email us. Let us know. Because I'm wondering how you feel about pro-America gimmicks. I never really thought about that. That's funny. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, let us know. And how come there's not like a pro-UK gimmick? Uh, bad news Because But well, that would be a heel. <laughs> that would be a heel. But I like them. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> uh, Cena and Reigns promo backstage. Cena says, stand up when you look. Talk to me. Look at me in the eye. We got to go do this. And I don't care how much you don't like me. I'm John Cena. That's the promo. Yep. That's all it is. Uh-huh. Uh, next we get, uh, make sure I'm right here. My notes are a little funny cause my live feed went out. So I had to watch recap parts and then my live feed came back in. Mm-hmm. Alberto Del Rio and RVD. Yes. Okay. Uh, this match was fine. Yeah. I didn't think it was great. I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was a nice middle of the road match in the middle of the show. Yeah. Alberto Del Rio is a little more heelish than normal. Mm-hmm. Agree? I do. It, I, I was a little bit bummed that it kind of ran the same sort of schedule that the last. Yeah. Alberto Del Rio match mm-hmm. did with the pulling up of the apron yeah. and then the shining wizard on the outside mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. But what a good middle of the show match. I agree. Uh, the five star being reversed into the cross arm breaker. I thought was a very cool finish yeah. in that match. And then, and then ADR running over to the icy yes. title made me think he's going to win it. I don't made think so. me think he's going to win it. I don't think he's going to win made, it. Who put your money on it right now. Who's going to win it? Great. Collie. Fuck off. <laughs> Like, pick or don't. <laughs> Fuck you. Whatever. No, you're right. It's going to be ADR. I, I think it has to be Del Rio. Yeah, yeah. I really do. Either that, it'll either be uh, Del Rio or Cesaro. I know Cesaro has been on, like, a losing streak, but he 
like they'll keep the battle royale winner type thing going. That that's who I really want to win. Mm-hmm. I want Cesaro to win, but mm-hmm. I think what do you do? You make somebody who you can trust to carry a title and be a heel, mm-hmm. and that's ADR. Yep. But I think that you can put it just as easily on Cesaro and have him feud with Big E and Kofi. Good idea. Uh, Next, make sure I'm right here, Nikki and Steph promo. Yep. Uh, Nikki, you're in the ring all by yourself, and and your sister isn't here to save you. I'm so tired of this. (laughs) Do you know why you're tired of it? Because you don't give a fuck about Nikki Bella. No, I don't. Ta-da. Cameron and Alicia Fox come down and beat up uh, Nikki, and then Alicia Fox gets the win. Notes? Uh, Nikki does an Alabama slam. Yep. That was awesome. <laughs> I saw that and I went, what the fuck? Yeah, right? That was great. Yep. Any, anything else? That's it. Uh, next, Sting is in WWE 2K15. Um, cool. They said two generations of Sting, so I assume you're going to get Surfer Sting and then you're going to get Dark Crow Sting. Yeah. This was just pointed out to me. I could never figure out why I never really liked Sting except when he was like full face paint. Only when he had like some face paint, I thought he looked weird and no face paint, I thought he looked weird. Mm-hmm. He looks like a weird Jim Carrey. Oh, he, fuck. Yes, right? Hey, that was pointed out to me. Uh, like, it, I had to, like, pause what I was doing and, like... Holy shit. S- sit and, like, think about it. It's been decades, <laughs> Brian. Decades where I've watched Sting and gone, something about this guy fucking bugs yeah. me. Yeah. It's because he looks like a weird Jim Carrey. He looks like the fucked up Riddler. Yeah. So when he wears full face makeup, he looks less like Jim Carrey, and I go, this guy's cool. Yeah. When he has just some or none, he looks like shitty Jim Carrey. Yeah. There you go. There you go. That's funny. Uh, so he's in WWE 2K15. And there's a Triple H Orton promo. Notes? Anything? Oh, no, there's no need for a plan B. <laughs> of course there's a plan B. There you go. What did Triple H always tell you? Yep. There's always a plan B. Gold Dust Stardust promo? Yes. They're trying to figure out a name. Please let them pick Dusty Rhodes. Well, how is Dusty Rhodes not the name? How? I mean, I get somebody, it. No, somebody has to be backstage. No, it's bullshit. It has to be the name. It's the only name that makes sense. Yes. Dusty Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes, Dust, E. Rhodes. I don't understand why you don't just fucking do it. Is no one backstage thinking of it? I I refuse to believe that that's the case. I I feel like maybe somebody went, oh, we should call him Dusty Rhodes, and everybody laughed and went, no. But how better? Yeah, right? Yep, there you go. (sighs) Anyway. Uh, uh, We get Cesaro versus Big E next, right? Yeah. Uh, What do you think of this match? Uh, He doesn't come with Paul Heyman. Nope. Which was And then they say, awkward. Heard, heard a little rumor, Paul Heyman got fired. And, and then that was weird because we saw him later. And, that, and that's what was the most awkward about it. Yep. It was like, it was awkward that they were talking about him being fired. Yep. And then it was awkward that they, then he was later. on the show. Yep. So it was weird. Uh, so there's no Heyman. I thought this match was pretty good back and forth. Kofi Kingston comes out with Big E Langston. Mm-hmm. Cesaro throws a chair at Kofi Kingston. That was funny. And it was like, oh, fuck. That was fucking I really thought he was going to hit him. It was fucking funny. Uh, then uh, Cesaro gets his chair, gets back in the ring. He's going to hit uh, Big E with it. Kofi jumps up super high and grabs it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Cesaro's distracted, turns around, catches a big ending. One, two, three. That's mm-hmm. the end of that. That's it. Um, sorry, Cesaro. He go like, his gimmick yeah. is a badass fighter dude who has a temper, I guess. Yeah. I wish he would go back to wearing the eye patch. That was cool. <laughs> Anything's cool. Whatever. Do something. Exactly. Um, Jericho promo, uh, or a, a Jericho-mo, if that's what you want to call it, which I do. Uh, <laughs> he talks about how he has seen it all in professional wrestling, and he's never seen anyone like Bray Wyatt. Yeah, but he's ready to get crazy. Yep. And then there's a let's get crazy chant. <laughs> um, I liked his promo because it was a nice nostalgia promo. Yeah. Then Bray Wyatt comes and cuts a promo, mm-hmm. and then the crowd chants boring. 
What? Well, fuck you. <laughs> like, uh, there was one guy who started the boring chant. I wish I was there to just so like, wh- what do you want? Hey, you know what? Like, I get it. The Bray Wyatt promos are like a little long, and like, yeah, they do go to kind of like the same well. Yeah, like, but they're good. I don't think they're boring they're, by any stretch of the imagination. I don't think they're boring. boring. And so there's a boring chant, and it's like, all right, whatever. Uh, Jericho is attacked mm-hmm. at the top of the ramp, and then that's pretty much it. Any other notes from that? Yeah, I, I, did, I wish they didn't go the route of Y2J abandonment because I felt like that was a little easy. Yeah. But whatever, it, you need a reason for Bray Wyatt to get over on yep. Y2J. So, you know, he's here to take over, and he's not going anywhere. Yep, exactly. Makes sense. Uh, next, we have AJ, the Divas champion, against Eva Marie. I wonder how this turns out. <laughs> Um, Paige is on commentary. Uh, AJ locks in the uh, the Black, uh, Black Widow, and then that uh, we haven't called it in such a long time. Yeah, I I what it was called. <laughs> and then that's it. And then she goes and uh, grabs a headset, and they have Paige has a nice stare down with AJ mm-hmm. at the commentary table. Mm-hmm. AJ uh, or uh, JBL is befuddled without yes. his headset. He just he looks like what the hell happened. <laughs> He just looks so lost. That's uh, funny. Next, there's a Triple H Stephanie Kane promo. Mm-hmm. Notes? No. Okay. <laughs> there you go. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. It's what we expect going yep. into this pay per view. Next, there is a Bo Dallas promo or a Bomo where mm-hmm. he talks about beating a, bi- a tiny bull and being in a handy capable match. Mm-hmm. And he wants some competition. And a great Kali comes down. And there's a great moment where Bo Dallas goes, Oh, you got me. Oh, you. Mm. <laughs> it, it's very funny. <laughs> Bo Dallas is a great comedy character where he gets slapped in the chest. Yeah. And then he starts slapping Great Collie in the chest a whole bunch and he yells, Bad Giant. Yep. And then he gets like tossed to the outside. <laughs> he hits a running Bow Dog on the outside and gets a count out victory against Great Collie. Awesome. Uh, there's a post match Bomo mm-hmm. where he tells Great Collie to hang in there and then uh, gets like chopped in the head. Yeah. He gets the head, like the brain chop. Yeah. And then he's sitting on the ground and yells, Ah, my head. <laughs> great. He's so good. He's going to go far if they keep letting him do this. Great comedy heel. Very, so very good. funny. Reminds me of Kurt Angle. Yeah. Definitely reminds me of early Kurt Angle mm-hmm. and funny Kurt Angle. And it reminds me a little bit of uh, Y2J also. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, very charismatic. Mm-hmm. The crowd is getting behind him. Yes. Uh, like, I feel like a lot of other people could have a gimmick like this and it wouldn't get over. Mm-mm. He's getting it over. 15 and Bo. Hell yeah. Uh, Rollins, Triple H and Stephanie promo where Rollins says, hey, you always got a plan B and then leaves. And then Paul Heyman says... If you absolutely, unequivocally need a plan C, talk to me. Do you know what that's a setup for? Yeah, plan C M Punk. CM Punk. Okay, shut up. CM Punk. Fuck you. CM Punk. It, right? is, it is a setup for Lesnar. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a setup for Lesnar to because John Cena retains this Sunday. Yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they need... You know, Rollins tries to interfere. Try, Rollins tries to cash in, but then he keeps getting interrupted by Dean Ambrose. So their plan B falls through. Yeah, they need a plan C. Absolutely, because they wouldn't bring it out. Brock Lesnar. You know what I was thinking about this week, and really quickly, because I know mm-hmm. we're we're getting close to the end here. Mm-hmm. I think that, in all honesty, one of my favorite wrestlers, or maybe my favorite wrestler in the last ten years, is Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll go back and watch his matches, and I'm like, oh, he's he's. I didn't. I took he cared, it for granted. If he cared about wrestling, he would have been the greatest professional wrestler of all time, hands down. Period. I mean, okay, I, I, hands hands down. Period. Would have been the guy. Absolutely. Couldn't, hey, can't talk on the mic. Doesn't matter. No, incredible worker. Absolutely incredible. I, I like. I want to go back and kind of watch some of his early you, stuff. Hey, you know go what? Through. Go go watch the 60 minute Iron Man match on SmackDown. It's on WWE Network. Hell yeah! On uh, it's a SmackDown. 
it's him and Kurt Angle, 60 minute, oh, 60 minute Iron Man match. It's great. It's incredible. It's great. Damn. I will. <clears throat> I'm yep. going to watch that tonight. Uh, I don't watch the Kurt Angle Brock Lesnar match from WrestleMania because I don't like watching the uh, fucked up shooting star press and like a, like a botched finish. Oh, I know. It's yeah. hard. I forgot about that. Next, we have a Ric Flair promo. Uh, one note. I am so nervous. <laughs> note two. Reigns interrupts. Shake hands. Flair leaves. Third note. John Cena arrives. Uh, gives Ric Flair big gold. I think that's it. And then says, you keep it. And then he, leaves. Yeah, he's like... He, People are saying like, that's I think it. that's going to be it. Because why else? I think... I think that might be it. How how else do you give it away? Yep. Perfect. Yep. And and I love that they didn't call attention to it, mm-hmm. and they did it in the right way. Mm-hmm. Who else should Big Gold go back to but the guy who brought it out? So there you go. I think that really – I've been going back and forth wrestling with if I really think it's going to be gone or not. I think it might be. I can't see any other way to get And that's such a heartbreaker because I love Big Gold. Me too. I love that belt. Yeah. So for me, it was one or the other. Mm-hmm. Give away the WWE one. And not, or, which is not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Yep. But oh, uh, home run derby was the other day. The guy who won the home run derby had a it. WWE championship. Yeah, that was great. Hey, sports figures love pro wrestling. They do. WWE must have been fucking thrilled because that was in MLB's promoted tweet today. Yeah, Damn. it was. It was everywhere. Yep. I saw it before. I, I don't even think they talked about it on on Raw. I think the home run derby took place after Raw. Oh, did it? Okay. I think so. But yeah, I mean, I saw it like all on social media that day. I'm sure and I'm you'll like, see it on Raw next week. And yeah. a battleground and all that stuff. I think WWE <clears throat> did the same thing they did with the Cy Young Award because they gave uh, the two Cy Young Award winners last year a Belts. WWE Championship yep. belt. So I think they gave the Home Run Derby winner yep. a WWE, WWE Championship. Hell, yeah. Awesome. Smart, smart, smart. Yes. So next we have the main event, Cena and Reigns against Kane Orton and Rollins. This is standard fare. Any notes throughout the match until like the end? Basically. Exactly what you expect. You expect. Hot, hot tags that stop mm-hmm. and hot tags that stop. Yeah. Rollins gets tossed to the outside and looks like he hurts his knee. Yeah. But I think that was just for the finish. I don't think he's really hurt. The Yeah, you're probably right. The only thing that makes me think it might, 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 mm-hmm. and I don't believe that it is, but the only thing that would make me think so is that they really didn't play the camera mm-hmm. to that side of the ring. But they talked about it. And, and, and the other thing is when they did, mm-hmm. there were like six guys over there. Yep. And they didn't cut to it. No, no, no. And uh, so that was the weird thing because yeah. normally if it's worked in, mm-hmm. you, you, you they see cut it. to it. So I'm not sure. I yeah. think I think it was for the finish. I, I agree um, because you don't want him to be. You want that to push the main event exactly. match. So there's a DQ from Kane and Orton. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just don't get out of the ring and keep beating on. Uh, was it Roman Reigns? Yeah, uh, I think. And then there's a John Cena fight, and they all get beaten up, and everyone beats each other up, and then Reigns accidentally spears. John Cena, mm-hmm. and then takes out Kane and Orton, mm-hmm. and uh, Reigns is the only one standing strong as the, the go-home show to Raw wraps up. What do you think of Raw? I thought, honestly, Raw for the past month mm-hmm. has been some of the best programming and mm-hmm. booking that I've seen in probably a year or two, mm-hmm. uh, and it's been consistent. So this one just keeps adding to that like momentum. Mm-hmm. It makes me want to watch Raw every single week. It yep. makes me really upset that SmackDown isn't doing that. But I'm really excited to see what happens in Battleground. Mm-hmm. Let's take a couple of questions, uh, email and stuff. Uh, you can hit us up on Tumblr, thegohomeshow.tumblr.com, or gohomeshow at mega64.com for an email. Uh, we'll just hit a couple. Here's one from Tumblr from Anonymous. Ooh. What are your guys' thoughts on Zach Ryder? I follow him on Twitter, and it's pretty sad how he knows he's probably not going to, how he's probably going to get cut from the roster soon. Uh, Zach Ryder was a guy who got himself over. Good for him. Uh, if you are not chosen to get over, you will not get over. Mm-mm. 
You can do as much as you can. Yep. And he did. Yep. The end. But that's it. That that's it. I, I mean. Hey, I like Zack Ryder. I go back and watch his U.S. title win against Dolph Ziggler, mm-hmm. uh, where his dad's in the audience, because I think that's such a good moment, because mm-hmm. it cuts to his dad, and his dad's all excited, and he wins the U.S. Ch- title, and the crowd goes nuts, yeah. and it's such a good moment. Yeah. But other than that, it's like, sorry, man. Former tag team champion, too. Yeah. Uh, another one from Anonymous. I think that Bull Dempsey is meant to be a sort of throwback to old school, to the old-fashioned Mid-South AWA wrestlers, those fat dudes from the territories that were just tough as nails and didn't have any fancy moves. That archetype of old-school wrestler. He's not committing to it, though, and it's not working. Again, that's just what I think. I can see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I agree that he's not committing to it, and Mm-mm. it's not getting over. Uh, I think the crowd doesn't give a fuck Mm-mm. at all. Especially because you bring a new guy in when there's a lot of current people you should develop. Yep. Uh, let's go to an email from uh, Benjamin S., Hey, just wanted to put in a post, a quick post-Raw thought for the podcast. During John Cena's entrance, he handed the World Heavyweight title to Ric Flair. Rick tried to hand it back, and it looked shocked, and John said, you keep it. Do you think that was a subtle way of retiring the World Heavyweight Championship and having one belt? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, that, it must be. And, and I can't tell you how much like this kind of symbolism is, is like, it plays out in, in wrestling. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the ways that you do that. Yep. Like... So I think it was a great way to give it up. Hopefully it is. Yep. So, we'll All right. see. Last email from Justin L. Hey, guys. I've been a longtime fan of Mega64 and also wanted to say that I really enjoy this podcast. I just wanted to ask what you guys think about the potential SummerSlam main event of Lesnar versus Cena for the World Heavyweight Championship. Do you think Lesnar could win even though he's a part-timer? What are your thoughts on Cena winning the, ti- winning the match? Personally, I personally think that Cena winning would tarnish Lesnar's credibility after defeating Undertaker's streak. Just wanted to know your guys' thoughts on the matter. Thanks, Justin. Brian, what do you think? I think he's absolutely right. I think that there's no way Brock Lesnar doesn't win mm-hmm. after defeating that after defeating The Undertaker and then not being seen. And then Paul Heyman getting just talking him up and talking him up. Mm-hmm. He's been Lesnar has been on the tip of Heyman's tongue since WrestleMania, and it's July. Yes. Lesnar comes in after Battleground. He destroys John Cena. He's going after the title. Yeah. He wins. Yeah. I think he's going to win. And Absolutely. Then, and then you'll see a few defenses throughout because, I mean, that's that's it. Mm-hmm. John Cena is the guy. Brock Lesnar is the attraction. Mm-hmm. He's going to sell pay-per-views. He's going to sell T-shirts. People Absolutely. are always going to cheer for him. People are always going to look forward to him. Absolutely. And especially after winning at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a big thing. I think what it's going to lead to eventually is that it's going to be a David versus Goliath thing. Daniel Bryan's going to come back and eventually win the title from Brock Lesnar. That would be awesome. It's going to be way down the line. Yeah. But I think it will happen. I mean, you, I can see Brock Lesnar not tapping out to the yes lock mm-hmm. like twice, like one time getting the ropes, one time picking him up and like throwing Daniel Bryan off, right. showing like the size type thing. Mm-hmm. And then Daniel Bryan hitting that running Busaiku knee. And like, I can't wait to see Lesnar sell that knee. Yeah. I cannot wait. Lesnar as a big man is so much fun to watch mm-hmm. because when he gets hit, it's so like credible. It is. He he sells so well, so 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 well. That's I why love he's it. so much fun to watch. Yep, yep, yep. So, yep. what do you think? Do you think it happens before the end of the year? Because it's not. I, I don't know that it's going to happen at WrestleMania. No, no, it won't happen at WrestleMania. It it'll happen before the end of the year. I Survivor think. Series. Mm, I don't know. Maybe or maybe it'll be a TLC match. I don't know. I'm not really sure what, what you do for that. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that's how it's going to play out. Is yeah. Lesnar beats Cena for the title at SummerSlam, and then you have a program where he destroys, you know, 
Lesnar destroys Cena mm-hmm. and then mows through a couple of people, and then Daniel Bryan gets a shot, loses the first time in some kind of like weird way, yeah. and then wins the second time. I think that's probably what you're going to see. I'd agree um, with that. That'll wrap up episode 21. We're kind of back to our regular format, um, but we did talk a lot more about different stuff at the mm-hmm. beginning. So hopefully, if you guys like that, let us know. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, at GoHomeShow, uh, Facebook.com slash TheGoHomeShow. You can hit us up on Tumblr, thegohomeshow.tumblr.com, or send us an email, uh, gohomeshow at mega64.com. Brian, I started an official Pizza Club Twitter. I saw that. Uh, So now, if you want to tweet pictures of pizza, it's at It's Pizza Club. There you go. I love it. This is our podcast. We promote wherever we want. Brian, you have anything you want to promote? Uh, no, I'm good. (laughs) Brian, is there anything you want to tell these people? I do want to tell these people to go home.